As photographers, our search for the perfect camera bag never seems to end. In fact, I don't actually think the perfect camera bag actually exists. It's like a unicorn. It's a myth. But if you're an outdoor photographer, I may have found the bag for you. Recently, I had the opportunity to test a bag, and today it's the review of the Mindshift Gear Backlight 26L on this episode of Behind the Shot. <laughs> Hey, how you doing? I'm Steve Brazel, the host of the Behind the Shot podcast. I'm looking into the sun here, so bear with me squinting a little bit. I wanted to talk to you about a new bag that I've been uh, trying out. If you're familiar with Think Tank Photo, Think Tank Photo makes a lot of different bags. One of my favorite bags for travel is the Think Tank Airport International version 2. I carry almost all my gear in it at all times, almost anywhere that I go. I love that it locks up and stuff, but the Think Tank bags are a little more urban rather than rugged. So Think Tank now has a line of gear, it's actually a different company, Mind Shift Gear. And Mind Shift Gear's bags are a little bit more rugged. They're backpacks that you would really take out as if you were going to be hiking a trail or climbing the mountains or as I'm doing right now, exploring the California coast and trying out this bag. The bag has a lot of features that I really love. And I want to show you a couple of the features that the bag's got. I also want to tell you some of the ideas that I have that are shortcomings of the bag. But I will tell you up front, the short version, Too Long Didn't Read, I love this bag. <laughs> gotta be honest with you. I would buy this bag in a minute. So the bag that I'm trying out is the Mindshift Gear Backlight 26L, stands for 26 liters. If you are a mirrorless shooter, this bag is fantastic, right? This bag is the right width, the right height, the right depth for carrying a lot of mirrorless gear. You get about two rows of lenses and bodies. The third row you mainly are going to end up using for filters or flashes, more narrow stuff. You can't really fit any uh, lenses in there. If you're a DSLR shooter like I am, I've got a Canon 5D Mark IV in this bag right now, uh, it's a little harder to fit some gear in, but you can still fit a lot of lenses, some flashes, some camera, you know, whatever. Uh, more than one body gets a little tough, and if you're a pro shooter, if you're shooting a Nikon D5 or a Canon 1DX series, it's gonna be a little harder because the bag isn't deep enough to hold a body that has a built-in camera grip. So even if you're using a 5D4, for example, and you've got the camera grip on, I'm sorry, the battery grip on, uh, it's a little bit harder to fit that in the bag. It's not quite deep enough. It's a little too shallow for that. But let's take a look at the bag a little bit. Here's one of the neat things before we get into the internals of the bag that I want to talk about. The bag has, instead of your normal outside entry where you would take this bag off, lay it down where these straps and this part that touches your back is on the ground, in the mud, in the sand, in the water, which is always a pain. This bag actually has the entry where my back is right now. That means if you take the bag completely off and lay it down on the ground, you're actually going to lay the outside of the bag down where it's dirty and you don't get the straps money. Brilliant feature, absolutely love it. But in certain scenarios, you don't have to take the bag off at all. You can simply unstrap it and with this waist belt, you can sling the bag around like so and lay it here and get to your gear. The zippers are really high quality zippers. They've got these fantastic finger pulls on them. And before I open it, go ahead and come in and take a closer look at this. You'll notice they've got the air vented back padding here, which is fantastic. This is really comfortable. I was wondering how comfortable this bag was gonna be. You'll see I've got a lot of gear in here when I open it up. Very, very comfortable. The back straps are comfortable. The waist strap is also really comfortable. But now you can actually just unzip this thing and lift it open. 
Now I can tend to get everything I need to out of this bag really easily, but the bag also comes with this, which is a neck strap. I gotta be honest, if I was standing anywhere where people could see me right now, yeah, this would be a little weird. Um, but it's there if you need it, depending on what kind of shooter you are. For me, I tend to leave it just in here. I don't really need it. Um, but you'll notice multiple mesh storage areas here. And then inside, just so that you know, and we'll go through the inside later a little bit, uh, but I've got a 5D4 with a 24 to 105 on it. I've got a Sigma 15. I've got a 50 millimeter cannon in here. I've got a 100 millimeter macro. I've got a 24 to 70, a 70 to 200, three batteries, a polarizing filter, rain cover that comes with the backpack, my rapid strap, and a 600 series Canon flash. It holds a lot of stuff. This, by the way, this is that narrow area that I was talking about. You can't really fit lenses in here, but let's be honest, for most people, this is enough gear. One thing before I take it off and show you the outside of the bag. I think they could have done better. <clears throat> I could have fit two bodies in here. You see how this internal right here is articulating and bends 90 degrees? This vertical divider does not. If this one had a bend available in it, which wouldn't have cost them anymore, I don't think, you could have bent it here and fit another body on this side pointing that direction. It had one body here and one body here. That would have been a nice option to have. Nothing major, but it would have been nice. And I guess I could just forcefully bend that, but for sake of conversation, not too bad. So let's take a look at the rest of the bag real quick here as I put it back together. And again, this is a really nice feature. If I was standing in water right now, uh, with a tripod with my legs in the actual ocean. I wouldn't have any problem getting this thing off and getting this thing back on as needed. It's actually a pretty nice bag. So let's take a look at the inside a little bit. We'll stop the video. We'll come back and look at the inside. Okay, so we're back. Let's take a look at this Backlight 26L. I want to talk about some of the features that you'll see on this bag. Most of the features are actually really fantastic. First of all, let's start on one side. On the, this side of the bag, you have a cross strap here that you can use to tie in whatever you need. You could just tie it to something, or in my case, I'm using it to hold my little Gitzo Traveler tripod in. And then the feet go down here. These are also great for water bottles, and they have their own tightening strap, which is really, really nice. Works well for that. One thing, when I get to the other side, I'm gonna point out, is this area I don't think needs to be blank. We'll talk about that in a minute. Let's turn this way. First of all, up here, you have a small little storage pouch. I don't know what you'd fit in there because it's a little too small for anything, but I suppose you could fit a passport or some type of travel document in there. This is the main storage area. I'm gonna have to get to that in a minute and you'll see why right now. These cross straps I talked about, well, if they were both mounted in the front of this back part, you know, to, to the part that folds down, you could do it. But because it's cross holding this tripod in, I can't open it but you can still get your hand in there. It's not horrible. Let me unclip this and show you inside the pocket really quick. Love the clips on this bag too, by the way. Uh, really, really nicely done. Okay, so for this main backpack area, kind of kind of a day pack area, it's pretty deep. I mean, it goes down in there and you've got little storage pockets. This will hold a full-size tablet, iPad, whatever. And this will hold a 15-inch laptop. You can fit a lot of stuff in this backpack. I was really, really surprised when I opened it and really started looking around. Again, zipper's fantastic. This little outside pocket doesn't do much. Just a little storage area. I have my beanie in there right now. Uh, works well for everything, which is really good because I was wondering about 15 minutes ago where my beanie was, so this will help a lot. Um, you've also got these tie-downs. You've got these for clipping carabiners on or whatever. 
These hooks are for, you could put a hammer in there, you could put a, a pickaxe in there, whatever it is that you needed to carry around. Um, one other thing before we get to the next side is this. This is a strap system for a tripod. If, you, a tripod. if you're not carrying a you know, little traveler tripod and you have a full-size tripod with you, you know, you're going to be in Peter Lick or something like that. Well, that big-size tripod could fit right here across the front, and then right here, you also have a foot and a strap to hold that large tripod in. Here's the problem with that. Once you put a large tripod right here, don't expect to get in your backpack from this side. Not gonna happen. So you have to take the tripod off to actually do anything. I don't like that personally, but for me, this works absolutely fine. Straps in easy, holds everything I need. Let's go to the other side. Another water pocket, or whatever it is that you need to put in there. Again, they are adjustable. But this is the area I was talking about. I don't know why they didn't just put a small little pocket here, something collapsible. You could put a tripod against it, but you could also put a water bottle here and energy bars here because I've lost the other side for the tripod. So having this with just a push down fluffy pocket, I just think would have made sense. I don't know why they didn't do it, but let's be honest. So far, it's a pretty small gripe. Um, as we move around the back, I've already kind of talked about all of this, but lots of places to hook things. Nice chest strap, nice waist strap. And again, this is the inside of the bag. Now I'm gonna open the bag up a little bit and try and angle it to where you can see so that you can get a better view on the inside. Um, go ahead and take a look in here and you'll see how I've got it laid out. It's, it's, there's a lot in here. I mean, uh, an awful lot in here as a matter of fact. I've got a remote trigger, I've got a battery charger. You can fit a lot in this bag. Overall, I gotta say, again, I'm a big fan of Think Tank. And I had not tried the mind shift gear stuff, but I gotta say, I think that with this particular backpack for my style of photography, uh, I think that the Backlight 26L, definite purchase. If you go backpacking around, you gotta do it. And you'll see in some of the video footage that I've got hiking around, a friend of mine, Troy Miller, he's got the other color. This is the green version. I forget the actual official name of the green. If I remember, I'll dub it in later. But he's got the charcoal version, so does, and by the way, Troy Miller was, I think, episode five on the Behind the Shot podcast, a wedding photographer, great wedding photographer. He loves his charcoal one. Peter Levshin, who is also somebody that was on the Behind the Shot podcast with a great monk shot from Burma, uh, Peter Levshin also has the charcoal version of this backpack. And that's three people that love the backpack and use it. So if you're looking for a backpack, take a look at MindShift Gear, highly recommended from me. Again, I'm Steve Brazel, the host of the Behind the Shot podcast. Appreciate your watching. We'll talk to you soon.